This is a podcast from Rover. The Morning Rumble Catch-Up Podcast. Medical Mondays with Dr. John. It's the first time in a long time he's been in the studio. Dr. John. Very good morning to you. It's bloody nice to see your smiling faces again, guys. Well, it just doesn't yeah. work on the phone. It doesn't. It's, right. it's just not right. It's, yeah. not, it's not the same. It's always good to have you. And the first thing you came and you said, hands up, who's had COVID? And, well, I have Bryce and Mel, and producer Ryan's had it as well. What about yourself, Doc? No, I'm still COVID-free. So is, so is Mel's. What's yeah. the secret? Uh, wearing a mask and staying away from people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pure and simple. There's no question. Who's so, my wife? Never met her. No, don't know her at all. Yeah, no. what you can't see is Dr. John's actually in a little bubble. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it? It's coming in one of those zorbs. Yeah. <laughs> I was it's a little like, bit yeah. muffled in there, mate. <laughs> it's uh, amazingly, well, not amazingly, but it's not even in the first part of the news anymore, the, the COVID numbers. So uh, that's that's probably a good thing. But uh, would you agree that over, because unofficially they they say over 2 million New Zealanders have had it. Would you agree with that? Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, we're under-reporting like nothing on earth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, in my practice, so we've got about 4,500 punters. In the first two years of COVID, we had one case. Exactly. Since February, we've had 800 reported yeah. cases wow. and so it's probably double that so yeah so we're building up our basic immunity for it thankfully omicron's not too nasty of us no um, we'll just wait for the next one. Well, oh. yeah, speaking of that, in the news this morning, they're saying that there's a new strain. They're calling it BA5 or something. It's been detected at the border. Yeah, we, we, we had BA1, BA2, you know, bananas yeah. and pyjamas. Yeah. They're gone. Yeah. Yeah. They're not coming down the stairs no more. These are all versions of Omicron, which yeah. is yeah. okay. It's not right. a totally new version. It's not a new cloud virus. In other words, like we had Delta, then we had Omicron. Mm. These are variations on Omicron. Our current immunity, our current vaccination should keep us right on this one. Okay. Hey, Doc, I've got a question, mate, uh, re- regarding... And then we're going to get to your questions oh, yes. as well. If you have any questions, text us and we will give them to the doc. It can be like a free appointment for you. You can re- re- remain anonymous, etc. Studio 3520. Mm. Don't leave it sitting there. Ask us the question. Uh, well, ask doc a question. Don't ask me. Oh, I haven't got any answer for you. With Omicron, before I had it right, and I seem to be around everybody who had it, me and Miles, for a while now, it's just Miles, but me and Miles like, mate, we're building different stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't get it. Ended up, ended up getting it yeah. right. But there's a new, there's a new, first of all, it was on built from different stuff, right? Yeah. I'm not getting it. But then there's a new bulletproof, and I'm guilty of it, I reckon, is once you've had it, yeah. then you're a new bulletproof because you're like, do care even less. <laughs> <laughs> and you're walking around Doesn't and you're, you're yeah. probably yeah. less quick to get a mask and you're like, I can't get it, mate. Nothing can go wrong now. I've had it. You must have seen this sort of attitude sweeping through. And I can't explain why I have it. Like, it's not like I don't. I don't necessarily care. I just yeah. weirdly am different since I've had it. Well, unfortunately, you're actually true. It is okay. It is okay. Right. Yeah, we know that we normally think about uh, 12 weeks. So for 12 weeks following your recovery, you would be very, 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 very unlikely to catch COVID again. Okay. Um, we've seen some potentially within six weeks, so yeah. it's not absolutely secure. But in general, once you've had that little boast, you get this little window of life mm. where you don't, yeah, people don't care, but then you've got to start rethinking again once you get beyond that 12-week period because, man, you can catch it again. Oh, okay. And yeah. so it does, okay. this is the, the gift which keeps on giving. My, cool. daughter, my, my, my daughter got it twice in a month. No. Uh, but I'm wondering if she never got over the first one. Yeah, well, either there was a rat tests. If they're doing on rat tests, yes, uh, they are very, very inaccurate in actual I, fact. Okay. Mm. So if you've got lots of virus in your community, yeah, yeah. you can trust your rat. As the number of virus uh, people with virus in the community goes down and down and down, yeah. you're more likely to hit a false positive than you are a true positive. Do you reckon there'll be a point where we won't need to do seven days isolation if you test positive because it's become so endemic? 
yeah, hopefully as long as the virus stays not too nasty and doesn't mm, overwhelm our, our health structures, our mm. general practices, our hospitals and ICU units, yeah, we'll treat it like a respiratory virus. That's what they're doing in the UK now. Yeah. Uh, it's like they're not even testing. Sure. Okay. They're not even testing. They're not even testing. You can't get a rat for love nor money in there in, in the UK at the moment. Okay, so you said 12 weeks and then we may start to be vulnerable again. Yep. Uh, so that's a lot of the population in 12, well, whenever, later on this year. Are you saying we're all vulnerable again and what, we ne- may need another booster? Um, let's watch this space and right. see what happens with the virus. You know, right. If the virus doesn't come back or doesn't change, yes. we could still be protected. Okay. Uh, looking around the world, we're not offering another fourth, boost to sh- uh, fourth dose of the vaccine to people at the moment. Uh, it may come in, in the UK they're doing it for over 75s, yes. and, or people with major immunosuppression, but otherwise they're not touching the, the fourth dose. It, feel, it definitely feels, just to sort of conclu- you know, mm. get towards the conclusion of all of the COVID acts, and we're going to get to yes. your questions next, but it certainly... I mean, I know people have been dying and numbers of it, and that's no good, but it sort of feels slightly more normal than other times we've talked to you. Do you know what I mean? Like, for a while there, we'd, we'd be talking to you regularly, mm. and it was such a sense of just, like, oh, man, our lives are completely doomed forever. Like, it really felt like that big rain yeah. cloud was mm. never going to leave. It yeah. was like, oh, no. And I remember you saying, just... That's Delta. That Just was Delta. Hold. Delta was like that. Delta yep. was a really nasty virus, and it had a high death rate. Omicron, high infectivity, but a much lower nastiness. Yeah. So not many people ending up in hospital, fewer in ICU, and even fewer dying from those that were infected. Yeah. So it's treating it like a normal, a normal yearly influenza virus mm, at the uh-huh. moment, because yeah. that's the sort of pattern that's going. But the virus can keep changing, so we just got to be on our game all yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah. Doc, I just got a quick question, mate. There's been a study that's uh, put up on the Rock website and <laughs> been shared around a bit. And I mean, I take my hat off, right? You can see no, no yeah. hair here. You know that. You are actually my doctor. Bald. Now, there's lots of reasons as to why you go bald, apparently. But one study has come out saying that uh, uh, pleasuring yourself. Yes. Too much. Too much. Yeah. Feeding the chickens. Yeah. You go bald. Will make yeah. you go bald. So define too much. <laughs> <laughs> well, as we take our hats off. Look how shiny those heads are. That's why I, that's yeah. why I don't believe it. Ross does it more than me and Raj. But, but not by much. Raj has still got hair. I've still got hair, Doc. Oh, he leaves it alone, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah. No truth to it then? No, no. Probably not, but it is, a, it is testo- testosterone related. And you're right. fake news. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Let's get to the callers. Nick, good morning, mate. Yeah, morning. How you going? Very well. What's your problem there, Nick? Yeah, just wondering if the doc's got any uh, remedies for snoring. Aye. Yeah, it's separate bedrooms. That yeah. works really well. <laughs> I talked about that last week, yep. actually, Doc, yeah. I actually have a letter from an endos and throat surgeon who sent me something saying about my patient who was snoring. He said, yeah, get a tennis ball and stitch it into the back of his PJs. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so he doesn't sleep on his back. advice to Don't me. sleep on your back. Don't sleep on yeah. your back. Yeah. Um, great advice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, most of the things we've got don't work. A thing which does work is a thing called CPAP, continuous positive airway pressure, which is a That's what my little uh, little baby had to have in the NICU yeah, unit exactly, was on yeah. the CPAP. Yeah, snoring? No. There you go. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. so, no, but basically it blows air down the back of your nose and pushes your soft palate away so the airway's maintained. Um, the nasal splints, all of those sorts of things, they don't work. The sprays don't work. Right. Um, there's a thing called snore-op, which is a radio frequency tagging of the back of the throat, which sort of tries to tighten up that 
back of your palate to stop it vibrating so much. That's got varying results, but maybe something you could look at. And uh, the definitive medical thing is the U3Ps, the uvulopalatopharyngoplasty, where basically you turn your diathermy knife up to warp factor 10 and cut big holes in the back of your throat. So you'd have to be in dire straits to get to that stage because it's irreversible. Yes. So, look, really having a nice partner who, who's understanding of you and at least uh, six metres between your bedrooms. There Doc, you know. what about oh. taping? Is, is, is snoring mostly through mouth breathing? Yeah. So Absolutely. what about taping your mouth? All seriousness, because I know people do it for the whole, there's a lot of benefits to be breathing through your nose as much as possible, right? And some people breathe a lot through their mouth. So what a, what of the idea of taping the mouth so that you are nose breathing to try and cut out the snoring? I think it's reasonably difficult to to manage with that. It's just so uncomfortable. You try doing it, taping your mouth, and your nose gets blocked. You just rip the thing off because you want to be able to breathe. So no, mandibular splints, you can put splints in your mouth. But most of those things are so uncomfortable that they don't really yeah. carry much weight. What, what have you tried, bro? Uh, just the over-the-counter sort of sprays and whatnot. Yeah. Um, notice it's probably gotten worse since I had COVID. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Yep. oh, of course, yeah. But, yeah, yeah. other than that, I haven't really had much luck other than they're not sleeping on your back. Yeah, if you're really worried about it, get your doctor to send you through to uh, an ear, nose and throat surgeon who specialises in snoring, and they'll give you some good advice. They may say, look, we can't do much about it, but they'll at least put it on the table and address the problem. Right. Cheers, guys. Cheers, mate. Thanks so much, Nick. Nick. Heaps of texts there, Miles. Uh, I've had COVID two times in eight weeks, both times completely different. Is it possible to have it uh, two different strains? No, well, we had the B1 and the B2 coming through, but the the immunity against both each one of those would cover off the other one, so that's less likely. Uh, I suffer from terrible sleep paralysis. Is there anything I can do to stop this from happening? Oh, I get this yeah, every now and then, yeah. and man, it's super gnarly. Yeah, like it's it's quite traumatizing. Unfortunately, there's not a hell of a lot you can do. Most of these things which occur while you're asleep, if we're going to do anything about it, it you've just stuffed the whole normal situation up. So no, it doesn't really actually My wife had to wake me like only like last week. Mm. I was in a full state of sleep oh. paralysis. Not even joking. We're like, and it's so super grim when you're in it, right? Like yeah. you're, you're awake, but you're not. You can't do anything, and and you, all you're trying to do is is wake up, and it, and it feels like something's completely on you, and you cannot move any part of your body, yep. it's super traumatising because wow. you're like, and all I end up doing is making these like really sad, whimpering, groaning so, noises. Yep. And Sharon's like, oh my God, what's going wow. on? Yeah. And then I can wake up and then you're completely fine. But when you're <laughs> in it... And then she takes the pillow off your face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry, just, just, yeah. just wondering about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whimpering noises coming yeah. out the side yeah. of the pillow. Yeah. No, that's our that's our love making. That's different. But yeah, sleep paralysis is so, it's no good, man. Why do why what do you, what, what no, can you do? How do you fix it's, it? You can't. You can't fix you it. You can't. No, sorry. Ah, oh, stink. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Oh, okay. Right. I, I didn't design the human body, mate. Yeah, right. on it. Uh, uh, Doc, I've got a bald patch that suddenly appeared in my beard. It was the size of a marble. Now it's about the size of a tennis ball. It's super smooth, too. What could this be? Alopecia areata. Oh, right. Oh, there you go. Okay. So it's a form of hair loss. It's actually quite common. Um, normally, the beauty about alopecia areata is that it generally always recovers, but it can take some time. You want to make sure it's not a fungal infection, but by telling me that it's beautiful and smooth, that makes things. It's a, an autoimmune process where your body f- uh, makes immune processes against your hair follicles, wipes them out, they generally recover. And it can occur anywhere on your body, on your scalp or through your bed. Uh, Taylor Hawkins, we haven't discussed that, or him, sorry, his death with you, uh, but the, well, not the story, the official word was his heart was twice the size of a normal man. 
Yeah, sad. That's really sad time for, for the Foos and Taylor's family. Yeah. It, it's just out of the blue. So our heart is designed to be one size. If it gets too small or too big, you get into problems. And the problem when it gets too big, two ways. One, it can become big and floppy. In other words, um, through uh, ischemic heart disease, or it can be through drugs, alcohol, all of these sorts of these alcoholic cardiomyopathies. Um, the heart can, it's got an optimal thickness of muscle to get the best pumping that it can do. If it gets too thick or too thin, it loses all of that capability. And the, one of the big problems with that is it can spark off funny heart rhythms. And those heart rhythms can be lethal. Okay. So, and you wouldn't know about it. You know, if normally fit, healthy people, they might feel a little bit more short of breath when they're trying to exercise or do things. But if you look away, Taylor was beating those drums. Yeah. He, he was fit and well. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well. But something must have gone on. And all it would be would be a sudden change in heart rhythm that was non-sustainable. And, and that was the end of the life. You And also, like other people pointed out, you could have no idea that the heart is mm. in that state too. Yeah. So then if it gets yeah, right. given yeah, a push in the wrong direction, like you say, it, uh, it, it, it just happens. Yeah, normally you're looking for those symptoms of shortness of breath on exercise, uh, waking up at night short of breath, ankle swelling. Those are signs of what we call heart failure. In other words, a, you've got a pump insufficiency. The pump's not working as effectively as you would like. And we're really keen for people to talk to us about those symptoms. What were the symptoms, sorry? Say them again. Increasing shortness of breath on exercise, yep. waking at night short of breath, ankle swelling, right. and, and sudden unexplained weight gain, which is fluid generally. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Dr. John, um, this is a good one. I get uncontrollable stuffies all the time. They just happen without any form of simulation, uh, visual or physical. I'm a healthy 35-year-old male. I have lots of um, action. Activity. Action. Is there anything I can do to stop the guy popping up when I don't want him to? <laughs> Pressing the issue. Yeah, you, you see him come through the door before he does. Yeah, um, this, we normally got the opposite when people saying it don't work. Yeah. So um, yes, you could just, use just the say, side effect. Just profiles. say moles, mate. And he's got a whole full head of hair under there. Uh, <laughs> so um, yeah, you, we can use the side effects of some medicines that can delay it, but you're you're really trying to shut down the horse. Just be proud, bro. Yeah, yeah. Right, okay. I, I think yeah, you should be very yeah, proud. And we're really tight-fitting underwear. Yeah. <laughs> uh, why can't I find help for my eating disorder? Um, I've lost 55 kilograms in eight months. The red tape has stopped me from getting help. I'm a mum and a student, and I can't afford private. Yeah, uh, the regional um, eating disorders clinics uh, sometimes totally under stress. Yeah. Uh, our whole psychological medicine uh framework at the moment. Mm. It's really under stress post-COVID. But keep knocking on the door. Build a good relationship with your GP. And there are a lot of the things that are going on with eating disorders can be at least managed and controlled within general practice with uh, advice from specialist services. So no, keep knocking on the door. This is something which is really, really important in that eating disorders are potentially lethal. They, yeah. they can affect not only your quality, but your quantity of life. And they are very, very important. It's and great. it's not your fault. It's great they're asking for help too. Yeah, please, yeah. please do. And we will keep fighting for these people to yeah. make sure that they do get the care that they need. Uh, my name's Wayne. My calcium score is 319. Should I be concerned? Calcium score. It's a new way of trying to work out what your risk for coronary artery disease is. Okay. It's a quick CT and it looks at the amount of calcium which has been deposited in the arteries taking blood to your heart muscle. It really depends where you're matched against your age-related colleagues. Mm -hmm. So um, if you've got a high score without symptoms, then really all we talk about, do you want to try and reduce down your risk? 
So you don't have a disease, you don't have a problem, but the one thing we can do is maybe put you on a statin to drop your cholesterol, your LDL cholesterol down yeah. to try and prevent further plaque forming. If you've got symptoms such as chest pain on exercise, angina, then you take it into a different stage. You want to find out where those plaques are and deal to them. So it really depends what uh, you're – I don't have the figures right up me at the moment about where that fits within your uh, year band. Yeah, cool. Doc, thanks so much for coming in. Great to it's have been you. Great for Monday. Just like that. Goes so quick. Yeah. So quick. Thanks, look, Doc. M- look after yourself. Don't get COVID. <laughs> <laughs> coming up on the morning rumble. From Dr. Roche to Dr. John. <laughs> Not this week. I don't want COVID this week because I'm flying out with the BCs on Sunday. Oh, <laughs> the black cats. Oh, I'm, I'm glad you guys no. stayed across yeah. the other side of the Well, yes. if you don't test, you don't know, Doc. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> that sniffle's going away. You can't get it for him. Come in for a hug, mate. <laughs> That was the Morning Rumble Catch-Up Podcast. Catch them weekday mornings from 6.